today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast, Derek and Jason here. That, that's me. Sorry, yeah. I wasn't expecting you in that chair, and there you are. That's okay. So George Santos is hilarious. You and I have been talking all morning. I, yeah. I think... I, I, I find everything that happens, everything that comes out about George Santos, absolutely hilarious. Yesterday, we had the revelation that well, that he's accused of scamming uh, the public through a GoFundMe account out of a few thousand dollars that he says was intended to give this poor, sickly, tumor-ridden dog uh, an operation. The dog belonged to a disabled, homeless Navy veteran. To take advantage of someone well, with that line of descriptors is horrific and so horrific that it sort of makes you titter. So, so no, no right? <laughs> no, 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 It's no, like no, taking no. away bus vouchers no. from war widows. No, it's it, like you can't, the, you can't write this the, kind of the, stuff. The, the, it's the, horrendous. The, the impact that he's had on other people. I mean, so, so what happened was he set up a GoFundMe account, account purportedly to give three thousand dollars to this homeless, disabled veteran in order to do an operation on his dog. The three thousand dollars is collected. Then allegedly George Santos using an alias of Anthony Devalder. You're gonna hear it's gonna be like what was that the 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 alias of um, Anthony Weiner, Carlos Danger. Oh, Carlos Danger. I love aliases. Aliases are my favorite. But anyway, his is Anthony Devalder. So Anthony Devalder collects his three thousand dollars. Then informs the the uh, the the vet that in fact the dog is not a candidate for the operation for whatever reason. And the money just sort of disappears into the firmament. He said, said it's going to another dog that could use these funds to save it. And sorry about your dog. We'll, we'll put but it in hospice there's care. There's no evidence. And in fact, it didn't happen that the money went to a different dog. The money was just pocketed. Now, George Santos has denied that. He's denied the whole thing. He didn't really say I'm not Anthony DeValder. He didn't say I didn't raise money for the dog. He just sort of denied it. Uh, a general denial, as they say. Before to, we move on. Yeah. Three grand. Yeah. For three grand to like that meant so much to this guy with his dog with a stomach tumor to steal that amount of money. It's just not a lot of money. Why not I, do a thirty thousand dollar GoFundMe? Yes, yeah, exactly. You higher. can wrap your head around the Bernie Madoffs of the so world. So that's your take. Still, you are awful. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, but no, horrendous. But but I think actually the fact that it's three thousand, he is this. It's like a pickpocket. Well, he <laughs> for is what? like this this low level criminal yes he's not there's been a lot of uh, a lot of comparisons made between him and leo dicaprio's character in catch me if you can yes but that character was brilliant uh, yeah George Santos is and, more and like he, the Forrest Gump of of con men. He just sort yes. of stumbles, ambles into situations, oh. and all of a sudden, he's a member of Congress. The Leo guy is impressive. Yeah, he built right. a whole life for himself. He was a pilot during a time <laughs> right. when being a pilot was a very you know noble thing. Right. So today, it comes out, and I don't know how to treat this because it's not a scandal. People have past lives. They can do whatever they want. They can be intimate with whomever they want. They can dress up however they want. Sure. I don't I don't pass judgment on anybody for anything, but it's funny yes. that these pictures have come out uh, allegedly showing uh, uh, George Santos dressed up in Brazil as a drag queen, queen named Katara. Named Katara. So he's got a, a friend from Brazil, an ex-friend named Yulo Rochard. She posted a pic. She said, oh, this Santos guy's in the news. I know him. Yeah. Uh, from 2008. Uh, and it shows him, purportedly him, uh, as as this drag queen named Katara. She said she, she had a bit of a slight uh, in her presentation <laughs> of this because the question was, oh, he's a drag queen. Did, did he do this professionally? Well, and she said, well, he wasn't a professional drag queen. He did didn't have it like that. He was just like a guy who like <laughs> sort of uh, amateur weekend warrior type of drag queen. But he didn't have it queen. like that. It's shade. Yeah, right? it's he shade. He wasn't quite good looking enough to, to pull off being a yeah, drag Yeah, he queen. couldn't really pull but it he was, off But he was only world. 16 or 17 at the time. Very, very young, young man, a boy, 
actually. Uh, go, growing up, again, I, I don't know what brought him to Brazil. Who knows what the, he, for all we know, he's from Brazil. We don't know anything about this guy. We know nothing about him. Um, but he, so he's a But boy, he's now a sitting congressman. But he's now a sitting congressman. Let me ask you this question first, because then I want to dive into yeah. like all of, all of what the implications are of a person like this who's pulling off low-level scams. You know, there's a picture of him, you know, no shade or anything of, of him as a drag queen that we didn't know about and so forth. How does a person like this get elected against an opponent in today's age of politics where oppo research seems to be, you know, so it's, accessible that his opponent didn't just find all this stuff trash him and then he couldn't get elected it, it, it's it's remarkable to me it is a there, there's two things to play here number one george santos is a conman and a fraud and deserves to be thrown in jail all that stuff but the more interesting thing i think is that this is a wholesale failure on the part of the democratic party of new york and the democratic party the, Na the national democratic party yeah so these are the, he won george santos did in a very tight race it's not like this is a red, red, red county in Nebraska or somewhere like that, or Kansas, they have these incredibly red counties where it's 80%, 90% of the vote goes to the Republican, where it doesn't matter. Once you get through the primary, you're going to win if you're from a party. And Democrats have these have right. these districts as well. Here, the where George Santos won is a very hotly contested uh, uh, area where actually a Democrat held the office until he was just defeated by Santos. Right. So the fact that the Democratic Party didn't find this out is a wholesale failure on the on their part. There was no oppo research done. I think they thought they were going to hold it. They were just surprised that it was a close election in this, got in this it. county. So they I maybe, think. I'm speculating. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a congressional race, so I, I don't imagine there's a war chest like there is for presidential races or big Senate seats. So maybe there just wasn't a staff this is looking into it. Though, but right? This, I, is, this I mean, is a seat you got to hang on to. It, it, I, I, have a, I have a tough time believing that given all that's come out, and he wasn't like a crafty criminal. He was a no. Lobby criminal George Santos was that there weren't whispers about it. They didn't hear things about it. They couldn't have said this is this is ten grand for a PI. And in the world of politics, that is a tiny, tiny amount of money. Yeah, ten grand for a PI. He uncovers the guy never went to Baruch College. The guy never worked at Goldman Sachs. The guy's not Jewish. I mean, yeah, you know, he's got <laughs> to all have no these record things. at the colleges that he went to the the NYU, the Citigroup, the Goldman Sachs. None of it was checked at the time. And what I find surprising is. He's a pretty charismatic guy. Have you ever seen him sort of speaking? He has like a sort of um, sort of flair and charisma yeah, to sure. him that I can imagine him as an opponent uh, being like, oh, he's a little scary. This guy can speak in public because he is. He's got a facility with uh, sort of communication. Right. Obviously, that's how you it, become a person who can pull and off And also, remember, like this, according so. to him, he was a veteran. Yeah, right? He's a veteran. He's, he, a he's a man of Hispanic background who's also Jewish. He played in, in a place like New York, outside of New York. He plays very well on pay, on this piece of paper that he printed off of a printer. It doesn't have any right. facts on it. So you think you dig into it. it you think you dig into to, it. You, it looks I, like a formidable I have to believe opponent. they just underestimated him as an opponent, and therefore they didn't do the oppo research because this is what now this is one of the great you know embarrassments for the Democratic Party. So now it's also an enormous embarrassment for the Republican Party as well. <laughs> they have a four seat majority in Congress, which razor is thin, razor thin. The Democrats also had a four seat majority before the last election. So we we have two cycles. I think they're the two closest cycles in American history back to back in terms of the 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 uh, margin for for error now, now now four seats though explain why like they can't just discard him and have a three seat majority yeah. like it's not that simple because so there's 435 members of the house of representatives it's a razor thin lead for the republicans in every two-year term there are people of the 435 who die there's a lot of old people right or get really really sick and can't perform on the house anymore can't come to the votes um or uh you know in some other way are pushed out by scandal or sure. whatever it is and also 
these votes are so razor thin, as we saw with the speakership vote for Kevin McCarthy, that if a couple Republicans who are more centrist don't like the far right, the, this, right. these, you know, the the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens and Lauren Boebert's and people like that, they'll just vote against it. So they need the, those far right. And George Santos votes with whomever tells him to vote. That's so right. So he'll vote with the far right. So they need him in order to get some of their agenda through. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. That seems to be the big issue, right? The fractures within the party and potential centrists moving over to Democrats are not towing the party line as much. They don't want to give up a guy like Santos who's willing to be a good soldier. And if there was a special election held, which there aren't always in health races, Democrats would likely take back the seat given how— sure. It's a New York seat. It's I mean, a New York all, seat, and you know Santos is terribly embarrassing. The whole thing. So they've got the Republicans are sort of stuck with him. They they can't really afford to get rid of him and lose one of those four votes they have to actually lean Congress. But they're terribly embarrassed by him. We're getting to a point where you're right. Leadership has not turned against him. Right. But well, several external indiv- uh, f- ex- publicly, they publicly they haven't. But yeah. several, ha- uh, you know, sort of party members have turned against him now publicly. You know, Republicans have said we can't hang on to this guy and just not the leadership. So within the party, there's a divide over what do we do with George Santos now? Yeah. Right. And the Democrats just love this. Oh, they, they get to sit back yeah. and watch each news story come out and watch the Republicans squirm. So this right. is amazing for them. How do you see this shaping up? I mean, we're at a swell. I thought during the McCarthy debacle, right, that yeah. whole vote, this story was already out, but it was sort of pressed down yeah. and it didn't get the kind of traction. Now McCarthy's in, he's Speaker of the House. All we get is Santos <laughs> all the time. I don't think he can withstand this. I mean, this is a guy who's you well, know, lived a long enough life, you're going to see more of this. If, if he's lied this many times, there's a lot you more. You can't really force somebody out. They're duly elected. We we don't want, you know, we don't want a situation where the power structure in a party can force a duly elected representative out of Congress. There are impeachment proceedings, but they're long and unwieldy. You know, is there a sort of like fraud on the electorate by now, not he disclosing could be, he could these be things? Incarcerated, type, yeah, and then he holds the seat, but he can't vote. So th- that's the one thing that I think there's a real risk <laughs> that he's going to be imprisoned rel- relatively soon, right? There's a host of federal crimes he's now yeah. sort of accused of. Now he he would have the, but as long as you can show up, so so he could be arrested, make bail, and while out on bail, continue to vote. Oh, yeah, these things take time. Like, yeah. The wheels of justice grind very slowly. If there's a criminal proceeding, yeah, he's going to be out on bail. They're not, you know, violent crimes of any sort. Now, I started with this this with, and I had said before we went on the air, that I find this hilarious. Mm-hmm. And not and for no other reason than, like, he's one of 435, right? Right. And, and, and that's key to you, and right? And that's key to me. If this was, you know, if we had a president, hypothetically, whose background was based on lies and was it, all these things were surfacing, that's worrisome because the president has so, wields so much power. Right. Or even... 
somebody who's the head of one of the major parties because he can tilt, he or she can tilt the agenda of the party in a specific direction. This guy is number 435. He is the least powerful right. member of the United States Congress. So you're enjoying watching the clown show because we used to talk about Don Donald Trump's tweets. I'm no fan of Donald Trump. But I found them funny at times. I found yeah. that sort of bloviating buffoonery, the misspellings. I would find myself laughing. And you often would be like, I don't find this funny. Right. And I think it was, I was because— I wasn't quite that Yeah, that you're not stern. humorless. I'm not saying you're, you're, you're sort of a scold yeah, no, no. or anything. But you would say, like, this guy wields way too much power and influence for us to take him lightly and, and sort of—I don't feel like I have the luxury is kind yeah. of, I think, your feeling of yeah. being like, he's just funny. That, that's right. Yeah. I didn't feel that luxury with, with Trump. And also, I thought he wielded it with— with, there was there was some danger under him, right? Certainly I, danger. I, 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 think I, that, I think that Trump, and, I, and I'm not meaning to be political about it, but he, among all people, and Bill Clinton had some of this too, by yeah. the way, where they would where they would influence the wheels of justice in order to support their position, and that concerned me. Yeah, George Santos doesn't have any authority; he can't do anything. You're not worried about abuse of power because there's very little power. There's very little power now. He's got one vote of 435, and yeah. given how close the Congress is, he wields some power. Yes, and it would be interesting if he would cast aside. Um, not allowed to vote, you know, whatever. The Republicans didn't put him on any committees, so he's not <laughs> What's kind of funny is that where we are with him is there's a shamelessness, right? I mean, he is defiant. He's not going to step down. He's not the type of person who seems to be wired for like, oh, you guys found me out. See yeah. you later. I've had a good run. He's about the, the, the guy with the dog. He said, fake, no clue who this is. He sort of adopted those... Um, sort of, you know, party stances of like fake news, and he's using them to his advantage. And you know what? Saying, I'm desperate for him to happen for him to call a press conference. <laughs> I want him to call a press conference. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, I, I need to say some things. Please come meet me at the steps of this and that. I'll have a press conference. The assemble it would be, you know, thousands mm -hmm. of the, uh, of members of the press corps would show up. This is everybody finally wants to hear oh, from this they, guy, yes. right? And he gets up there and he says, I want to take this opportunity to announce my candidacy for Senate in the next election. <laughs> <laughs> just because, to your point, he's yes. just totally shameless. He's he doesn't care. Shameless. It's, it's pretty incredible to behold. I don't think we've seen a figure quite like him. Can you, is there an analog for George Santos? Because no. it, there's just like such a volume of it. You, you, I can't think of anyone in political circles who's had. Um, this type of I you know assortment know of, that I've of qualities ever heard. I'm sure there's some Dateline episodes and things. You know more about this kind of stuff than I do about people who have constructed an entire false identity. Yes, not not for purposes of defrauding people. I, I got that, but for purposes of just like they're, they're like a compulsion to construct a new yes, identity. They're manifesting yeah. a life they wish they had or whatever it is. Yes. you know, there's been rumors that I think he's gay, right? He is, George he's openly gay. Yeah. So yeah, there's been rumors forever that some of that was even concocted, you know, it's just like he created this persona that he wanted to be and not who he actually was. I mean, just the fact he just lied about his education and where he had worked and none of it was true. I, I find it funny for, you know, he's a pretty young guy, uh, George Santos, right? I mean, I think he's probably in his 30s, something like that. Uh, he's young 30s. Yeah, young 30s. 31, so. 32, 33, something like that. How, how, how does he continue going through life from this point because now you know he was a low-level scam artist you can make a make a make your way through yeah. life that way but now he's such a public figure and yeah. there's been so much exposed that he'll get at best two years in, yeah. in congress that's what a congressional best, term is right? he's not going to be re-elected with this and kind it, of track and, record. and you don't make a ton of money and you he's know a young man and there's, yeah. a, there's a element of like um 
sympathy that I have that I think, yes, we're laughing at it. This is all yeah. funny, but he's got a long life of he head also ahead, may have ahead of him. Serious mental problems. Yeah, he may have serious problems, yeah. is what I'm saying. And so, how well, he can all, always fall back through? as Korea's as Katara. He that, could. He could would. go back to Brazil and try to make it as Katara. Right. It looked like, by the way, some photos came out recently of his where he looked like he's had his lips plumped. Oh, I didn't see yeah, those. Yeah, you didn't see it. No, we no, were no. talking about it in the no. newsroom yesterday. There were okay. side by side photos. It's almost. It's pretty apparent that he's had his lips plumped. Okay. So I don't know how this goes to it. I was sort of building off the, the you know, I don't know. A guy like I don't know what he'll do. Just make maybe, his way? Well, well, to your point, and maybe it's a serious one, you know, in some sense, this Katara stuff is maybe he does try to assume a sort of entirely That's new identity. I yeah, it, yeah, I understand that point, actually, as a serious one, because... Yeah. I think he can't show his face really and exist in the world as George Santos or Anthony DeVolder. That would be the true case for yeah. you and me. But for some, if, I mean, seriously, for somebody who's so willing to just abandon the realities and just construct something new, maybe he could. I mean, he, he got himself through a totally false persona yeah. to one of the higher levels of power in our country. It's remarkable. Let's land this. In, let's say six months from now, is he a senator? <laughs> not, not is he a senator, as to your hypothetical. Is he a congressman? Yes. Still? Yeah, yeah, I agree. He serves I, out the term. I think he's defiant. I think he'll serve out the term. I think the processes to get rid of him are too complicated and not worth it for the country, not worth well, it also, for the Democrats to pursue because he's one congressman. And, and, and the Republicans hold the House. They have they, they're the ones that could bring proceedings to oust him and they're just not going to do it. They yeah. and, and by the way, you can say they're shameless. The Democrats would do the same thing. You do not give up a seat when it's a closely contested House. You just don't do it. And, you know, they would say, look, it's it's worth the short-term embarrassment. Nobody's going to remember who he is. Nobody's going to hold it against us. We'll lose this right. seat in two years anyways. Why give it up now? Yeah. So we got, he's got a two-year gym membership in Congress. It'll be good. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll see what happens to George Santos. All right. That'll do it for us. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.